0: Choice too. Villa Lobos, according to her lawsuit, is sent to attend Montgomery College in Montgomery County, Maryland, where she could use up to 2500 dollars in DC Tag funding per year to defray the cost. She says the funding is critical to her financial ability to seek a degree. DC Tag determined she cannot get the grant even though she is a U.S. citizen, because of her mother's immigration status. A longtime nanny, her mother has no legal route to apply for a green card citizenship or asylum. D.C. TAG's eligibility guidelines require that an applicant who is a dependent have parents who can provide proof of official residence in the district. Only U.S. citizens, legal permanent residents, and asylees meet that requirement. The family argues D.C. TAG's requirement that student applicants establish official residency through their parents excludes people who are otherwise eligible. Why shouldn't I have a choice too, Villa Lobo said. I'm entitled to the same choices as everyone else who lives in D.C., went to high school in D.C., and graduated in D.C., When Villa-Lobos was a senior at Emerson Prep in 2015, D.C. Tag denied her first application. After she applied a second time, the program sent a letter explaining that she would never meet the program's eligibility requirements. I was shocked, Villa-Lobos said. Honestly, I thought, how can that be? I'm a U.S. citizen. I should have the same rights as every other citizen. This decision shouldn't be based on my mom's status. The lawsuit is filed against Mayor Muriel E. Bowser, Democrat, and the Office of the State's Superintendent of Education, or OSSE. A spokesman with Bowser's office declined to comment on the lawsuit because it is pending. While also declining to comment on DC TAG, the spokesman said district residents should understand that the city remains committed to its stand as a sanctuary city where no person, regardless of immigration status, should fear interaction with any government agency. OSSE officials declined to comment on the details of Lobos's case, citing student privacy laws. The organization does not collect or maintain data on the reasons that student applications to the grant program are denied, how many students are non-citizens, or live with a non-citizen parent. In a statement, the agency indicated that the D.C. TAG program has helped make college affordable for thousands of D.C. residents. During the 2015-2016 school year, the last year for which data are available, DC TAG covered some college costs for 4,525 students and deemed 137 student applicants ineligible, or about 3%. That Villa Lobos cannot qualify for DC TAG because of a status connects her experience to a growing body of research, debate, and litigation circulating around access to higher education, said Hiro Yoshikawa, a professor of globalization and education at New York University's Steinhardt School. There is almost no one in higher education who is not, especially since the election, thinking and talking about immigrant students, Yoshikawa said. But I have never heard of a citizen student facing these challenges. The DCK suggests there are millions more that could face significant college access problems. At least 5 million children who are U.S. citizens live in mixed status households, according to a Center for Migration Studies analysis of census data from 2013. The same organization found that across the country, the share of children born to families with at least one immigrant parent grew from 13.4% in 1990 to 25.5% in 2015. Legal Challenges Nationwide Matthew Patrick Shaw, a law and social science postdoctorate fellow at the American Bar Foundation, said that while the United States has removed legal barriers to K-12 public education for immigrant children, the country still has not solved access issues relating to higher education access to education has in our society and our courts, come to symbolize the way that people can truly be wronged by government, Shaw said. Education has such a clear tie to opportunity, to self-sufficiency, and life outcomes that barriers become almost impossible to justify. Groups such as Maldaf have been challenging programs that appear to prevent immigrants and the children of immigrants from accessing state higher education subsidies. As a result of a lawsuit the Southern Poverty Law Center filed in 2012, a federal court in Florida overturned a state rule that required the citizen children of undocumented immigrants to pay out-of-state student tuition rates. That same year, the American Civil Liberties Union filed a lawsuit on behalf of a U.S. citizen who had her application for state financial aid rejected in New Jersey on the grounds that her undocumented parents were not legal residents of the state. An appeals court ruled in the student's favor. And in 2014, a South Carolina court threw out a MALDEF case challenging state rules, barring the children of undocumented immigrants from accessing state financial aid and requiring these students to pay out-of-state tuition rates. The organization has challenged the ruling with the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit. Since graduating from high school, Villa Lobos has worked a few retail and administrative jobs, served as a dog walker and trainer, and pierced together a life while she tries to scrape the money together to go to college. She wants to someday open a daycare. But the decision to sue to challenge the fairness of D.C. TAG's eligibility guidelines.